Hey, this is Coach Freddie here, inspiring people to do things that inspire them, and welcome to the I Have for Evolution, where we'll be discussing the benefits of growing and using industrial hemp for people, planet, and profit. Conversations about the history, legalization, farming, harvesting, processing, building, manufacturing, investing, and how industrial hemp can benefit people's lives, heal the planet, and how it can be used to make thousands of products and boost the economy and business. So, are you ready to join the iHemp revolution? Coach Freddie here on the iHemp Revolution Roadshow. We are at the South Carolina Industrial Hemp Symposium in Florence, South Carolina at the Florence Darlington Tech Center, hosted by Representative Robert Williams. So basically we're going to start out today. I'm going to go ahead and um, kind of give you just a little breakdown of how it's going to go. We're going to talk about all the different ways you can farm hemp and grow it and the different types of hemp for different types of products that you can produce. We're also going to hear from Clint Leach, which is the uh, Assistant Commissioner uh, at the Ag Department, talk about the uh, application process and the guidelines that they're getting ready to release. Um, the applications are not out yet, but I'll let him discuss that a little bit more. First, I'm going to bring up Courtney Moran. She is the founding principal of Earth Law LLC. She is the leading expert on industrial hemp law, championing legal policy for a sustainable cannabis hemp industry. Courtney's article, Industrial Hemp, Canada Exports, United States Imports was published by the Fordham Environmental Law Review. She successfully lobbied on behalf of the Oregon Industrial Hemp Farmers Association for passage of HB 4060, a bill that protects Oregon industrial hemp agricultural interests. Also, she was helping behind the scenes on our legislation here, House Bill uh, 3559. Um, she's going to talk a little bit about that bill as well. Uh, she participated in the United Nations General Assembly Special Sessions on the World Drug Problem in April 2016. In October 2016, Courtney testified before the Senado de la Republica in Mexico City, Mexico. Courtney is also co-petitioner of the Re-Legalizing Re Industrial Hemp Project, a formal administrative rulemaking petition to the DEA that will remove industrial hemp from the Controlled Substance Acts. So if you guys can go ahead and give her a round of applause. initiative and passed the first uh, industrial hemp legalization bill. 
And between 1999 and 2013, nine additional states re-legalized industrial hemp. Then in 2014, the federal government, when they were reviewing the federal farm bill, included a section in the Agricultural Act of 2014, which is section 7606, and that federally authorized the cultivation and research of industrial hemp by state departments of agriculture and institutions of higher education in states that had already legalized industrial hemp. So in February 2014, that was only going to apply to nine states, but since that passage, several states have taken action to continue to further re-legalize industrial hemp. And today, we have 31 states, including South Carolina, that have re-legalized industrial hemp. So this is incredible progress. You know, I mean, we have seen that just this enactment and the actions taken by Congress has allowed states to further develop programs in their states and allow farmers the freedom that farmers once had across the country. And so now slowly we are developing programs state by state to actually allow farmers like yourselves to actually engage in this type of production. And Congress has continued to provide additional protections to farmers like yourselves. So not only did they pass the Agriculture Act of 2014, including that research provision for industrial hemp, but in the subsequent appropriations bills, which are the bills that actually allocate the federal funding to the different federal agencies, they have provided additional protections to farmers. So in 2014, in the Consolidated Appropriations Act, the Congress actually took all funding away from DEA, DOJ, and ODUs to interfere with any of the state programs authorizing the research of industrial hemp. And in 2016, in the again, the Continuing Appropriations Act, they continue that same provision removing all funding from DEA and DOJ, but they want to step farther. And they actually took funding away from all federal agencies that would be used to interfere with any transportation, processing, sale, or use of industrial hemp within or outside of the state. So this has provided additional protections. And just a month and a half ago, they reinstituted these same policies in the 2017 appropriations bills. So again, all agencies are prohibited from engaging and interfering with any of these state programs that are compliant with the Farm Bill, which our state program is. And so there is no federal agency that can be, use any federal funding to interfere with your transportation, processing, sale, or use of industrial hemp. Now, Congress is working on full federal legalization. Janelle mentioned in my introduction that I have filed a formal rulemaking petition with DEA for full legalization. So we are working through every method possible on the federal level to provide full legalization for industrial hemp. The Senate is going to be issuing and introducing a bill shortly, and I encourage you all to support that bill. Please reach out to your federal legislators and let them know that you support industrial hemp. Let them know that you support the Senate version of the Industrial Hemp Farming Act. They do need to hear from you because, you know, they don't, if they don't hear from you, they don't know that you're supporting this crop, and we need to get full federal legalization and full federal protection for all of you. We are taking steps every single day, and the legislation that's been put in place in your state will protect you, but we want to ensure that every farmer across the United States has the same protections that you guys have been afforded here through the legislation that we've been able to pass. So I do encourage you to absolutely please reach out to your federal legislators to let them know that you support the industrial and farming act. Now, as I mentioned, 31 states have legalized industrial hemp. So we have more than half of the states that have implemented industrial hemp programs. 
And we are seeing an increase in the number of states that are actually engaging in the cultivation of industrial hemp. And this actually, the cultivation actually just began in 2013 when a brave farmer in Colorado decided to plant some seeds despite the fact that Colorado didn't actually have a program in place at the time. But after the farm bill went, went into place in 2014, more seeds came on board. So in 2014, Kentucky, Colorado, and Vermont all cultivated industrial hemp. And in 2015, we had eight states cultivate industrial hemp. Last year, in 2016, there were 15 states that cultivated industrial hemp, and this year, during the 2017 production season, we will see at least 19 states, if not more, cultivate industrial hemp, and soon that's going to be all of you up there. So, let's talk about South Carolina. Now, in South Carolina, you guys actually did legalize industrial hemp back in 2014 with S839. However, that bill, while it provided a clarification that industrial hemp was not marijuana, it did not set up a mechanism for program implementation, and that's why you guys have not yet had the opportunity to actually cultivate industrial hemp. However, this session we had incredible support through the legislature, and we were able to pass S3559, which I did have the honor of uh, drafting in collaboration with the legislature and with the Department of Agriculture. I gotta give a special thank you to Janelle Roth and all the work that she has put in, David Newsom, and everyone involved uh, with this bill. And it's been an incredible effort. Rosie, thank you for your efforts as well. And just, I mean, all of you, see, seeing all of your faces here today and people being engaged, it's just so exciting to have the opportunity for you guys to engage in a new crop that historically has been grown for hundreds of years, just in the past eight years, our farmers have not been able to grow it, that you will soon be able to do that. So, S3559 was signed into law on May 10th by Governor McMaster. It has ensured that hemp is regulated as an agricultural crop in this state. It provides the authority for farmers to engage in any type of propagation and cultivation methods. Regulation is under the Department of Agriculture, and so Clint will be coming up here shortly to explain how the application is actually going to be uh, laid out and how the program will roll out. So the bill does um, outline that for this first year of production, there will be 20 permits that will be issued, and each farmer can engage in up to 20 acres of production. During the second and third year of the program, 40 permits will be issued to farmers, and 40 acres will be able to be produced under each of those permits. And as the program develops, the department will determine the amount of acreage and number of permits that are appropriate for the program. Farmers, as I mentioned, will be able to apply for a registration permit with the Department of Agriculture, and Clinton will explain how that is going to work. Registrants will be required to work in collaboration with an institution of higher education, and that is to sure, ensure your compliance with the Farm Bill and to make sure that you have all those other protections that I just mentioned. It also will require that any of the registrants do have a contract with the purchaser for their crop, and the bill also does set up mechanisms for pre-harvest potency testing to ensure that the crop is at 0.3% THC and also sets up mechanisms for testing for industrial hemp products so that we know that every product coming out of South Carolina is safe for the marketplace. So again, I'm just grateful to see so many of you out here today seizing this incredible opportunity for the state and you know, really introducing industrial hemp and reintroducing industrial hemp into South Carolina agriculture industry. I want to thank our listeners for tuning in today. 
And make sure that you subscribe to the iHemp Revolution podcast on iTunes or Stitcher Radio. Give us a review and follow us on facebook.com forward slash iHempRevolution. Like us and then tell your friends. Help us spread the word about how using industrial hemp can benefit people, heal the planet, and provide long-term profit. This is your host, Coach Freddie, inspiring people to do things that inspire them, and thanks for joining the iHemp Revolution.